Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. A edition of the Best Bets program presented by our fine sponsor at Bet Rivers. I am Matthew Cox, one third of the three-man weave organization. Jim, Kai, joining per usual quick and dirty show tonight. We're going to get a few of uh, the Big Ten showdown, a couple of rivalry games. And then there's a couple on the extra board. And then that's going to be it. But we have a special section loaded up for you. We're going to talk some futures uh, to kill some time, but also put some money in your pocket as we have this nice little Maybe. short sweet Thursday. Maybe. Knock on this fake wood that I call a desk. Kai, how are you today? What did you learn last night? There's a lot of things that happened in a pretty Matt, hefty slate of games. I'm doing well, man. My main takeaway, UConn is a juggernaut. I mean, I thought that before the Florida game, but holy cow, I, they, they just kind of play with their food now. It's not a big deal for them to play basketball games. They just like, yeah, we're going <laughs> to eventually break this open by 20 and, and we're going to win easily. They're awesome. Donovan Klingon, by the way, was Kempom MVP last night, played 16 minutes. The guy is basically Zach Eady, and he's going to be uh, an All-American candidate next year when he gets more playing time. And then my second takeaway, Jim, I guess Tom Izzo was wrong. His team isn't dead. They're very much alive. They were impressive yesterday on the road, um, fighting and beating Penn State. Impressive win. That team's got a lot of fight. That's hard to measure. That's hard to measure. Yeah, and sometimes coach quotes have to be taken grain of salt. Yes. Um, they're, they're not Bible. Uh, and yeah, they, that was rather impressive. Akins looked a lot healthier, which helps. You get a little more run and production from your seventh. He's not their seventh man, but he is a seventh person that they play. Uh, so that's certainly helpful. Uh, Virginia Tech 
continues to, uh, well, I guess just embarrass the A-10 is really what this is about. Dayton, another horrendous effort from them, shorthanded. I don't know if it was revenge or not for the Hokies, but they just buried them from the start, start to finish, did not let Dayton back in. And Matthew, I'm also, this is me flushing the toilet, and SMU is in that toilet, and they are circling the drain, and they're gone down forever. Awful team. Horrendous offense. I, it's really embarrassing. With all due respect to Rob Lanier, I never understood the whole Tim Yankovich hot seat, the thing that persisted for so long. Like, I just don't think the program historical standards warrant such a high bar. Like, I think we're now kind of realizing, like, what SMU basketball long term, like the median mean of this program. Um, so, like, the Lanier thing looks bad now relative to what this, the precedent we saw under King Kendrick Davis in the last few seasons. But I kind of think it's what SMU basketball is long term. Kind of sad because um, it caught me hook like and hook line and sinker went all in on the SMU home doggies there and the sun devils just put them in the crock pot down the stretch. Yeah. They uh, were up 33 to 22 and then they were down like up 11, 38 to 33, like 12 minutes later. They just didn't score. No fight. And you kind of, you, you could tell State. second half, like there's just no, no, no comeback coming. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, let's get to rivalry day, I guess. Um, Big 10. Well, no, sorry, we'll say Big Ten. One of the two teams playing in this first rivalry game is a Big Ten team, Cyhawk, Iowa hosting Iowa State. Jim, the story in this one is, well, I guess twofold. One, the home team wins every year and wins by a lot. So that's one angle. I believe they've won seven in a row, and the cover margin has been pretty outrageous on those seven games. Tonight it's at Iowa. Um, However, some early money came crashing on Iowa State. I found it to be head-scratching, and then we heard some rumors, Mr. Root, what are those? Yeah, the they, there was a sighting of Chris Murray in a walking boot, and I think people just immediately hit the panic eject button on Iowa. You could also make the case that Iowa's two most athletic opponents have given them a lot of problems uh, with both TCU and Duke kind of taking care of business against them, although the shot quality scores are a little more beneficial and, and friendly to Iowa in those. I think we've had internal discussions that, and Jordan Majeski actually just tweeted this, Shot quality kind of underestimates the influence of athleticism on shooting and finishing. Uh, it's just hard to finish over a seven foot two guy, as Florida learned last night. And I think that score is bull hockey, malarkey, ridiculous. Um, but even Seton Hall gave Iowa trouble for a half. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to the, the fact that they struggle with athleticism. But Matt, I'm much more inclined to ride home favorite Iowa, Iowa uh, in this rivalry. I haven't bet it yet because I want to make sure Murray's out there and maybe I'll lose a point of value for that. But I think I'm okay with that considering the margins of this game recently. So Kai, I'm leaning towards Iowa. Just wait and see. Yeah. I think you have to know Murray's status. He's pretty important for them, obviously, but yeah, Matt kind of mentioned the trends of this rivalry. So Iowa has won three of the last four as Iowa state's kind of gone through a bit of a rough patch before Otzelberger got there. The home team usually wins this. Iowa's won six of the past eight at home. They've also covered six of the last eight at home. So if you're into those trends and you believe in that, maybe it's more applicable to rivalries. Maybe there is something there. Uh, there there's obviously going to be a very hyped crowd tonight, Matt. And Iowa's been good at home pretty much forever under Fran McCaffrey. Um, yeah. Even with Murray on the sidelines at minus four, I think Iowa can win this. When it got down to three, I considered the Hawkeyes, but Iowa State's a very, very good team. They're very disciplined. Um, I need to know if Murray's in there like Jim. Yeah, any any mobster intel, guys? We'd we'd love to we'd love to get some certainty with this. But my take was like minus four without Murray. I'd probably still take Iowa small, honestly. Um, Iowa with Murray, 
yeah, it's a phenomenal bet in my opinion, especially coming off the loss to uh, to Duke not so long ago. And McCaffrey talked about how like the fatigue isn't a thing. Like they were off a whole week before the Duke game. So yeah, it's a quick turnaround, but it's not like it's a quick turnaround after three games and six days before that. So I think they'll be fine, like fatigue wise. Um, memory is obviously very important, but I just think this Iowa team plays so well as a team. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them put forth a really strong effort, even if he's not in there. Um, and that's in no way diminishing his importance. I just think we've seen teams respond well without key players often. Uh, shit, Hoff's recovered without Aaron Estrada last night at Purdue. So, you know, injuries don't matter. That's kind of my overarching theme there. He also played after he suffered the injury. It wasn't like yeah. he broke a Didn't look good, but yeah, he did play. He did play with, yeah, true. I have a feeling uh, for a big rivalry game, he's going to want to be in it probably the last time he'll be a part of it since he'll be going pro. And then they've got yeah. Wisconsin Sunday, and then he can take off against SEMO in Eastern Illinois. Uh, hey, let's actually talk Big Ten basketball. Ohio State is hosting Rutgers. Speaking of a team coming off a huge home win over the Hoosiers, now they go on the road. Kai, I know we all like to kind of portray Rutgers as like this really good home team, really bad road team. I don't know if it's as stark as as it's has been out to be, but clearly the juice of the rack helps them. They are healthier, however. Uh, I think that gives them some momentum, actually, coming into this game. You could argue it's a tough spot, first road game in the Big Ten, but I think the health of McConnell and Mulcahy will give them a little boost. I agree with that. I don't actively look to bet Rutgers on the road because I actually do think there is something to that. I think they're kind of just a pretty good team on the road. I think they're dominant at home. But they haven't had a fully healthy team except for that Indiana game, and they looked pretty awesome in that game. Okay, he's very important for their offensive end. He's a total game-changer. Uh, and we saw what they were capable of when they took down Indiana. Their defense is awesome. Ohio State's offense is awesome, too, though. They're third in the country right now in Kempom offensively. They've done nothing wrong outside of tough losses to Duke and San Diego State. And Zed Key is a very underrated player for Ohio State. He's a man in the middle. I've been hyping him up for years. He's been behind a couple of very good big guys. Now it's his time. I'm interested to see uh, how he does against uh, Amori tonight inside. Yeah, I'm sick of underestimating Ohio State. They're just good. They, they are fantastic. The freshman class is really, really good. They brought in pretty solid veterans, and Holtman is a legit coach. Uh, we talked about Big Ten home court. Obviously, it didn't work out for Penn State last night, but I still think it matters. And it especially matters for a team like Rutgers that is way better at home. Like, if you give them a huge bump at the rack, then their median outcome is way worse on the road, too. Uh, so I'm I'm not looking to take road Rutgers at all. Uh, but I'm also not going to end up stepping in on Ohio State. The number felt about right to me, Matthew. Yeah, number feels right. The other thing with Ohio State, just the youth might worry me if you're looking to back them and fade road Rutgers. Like, I think this is kind of a grown, a grown man's game. Like, that's just what Rutgers sort of dictates. So I'm not saying Ohio State's soft, but they are young. And the Big Ten is a gauntlet, and I think tends to favor older, more grizzled teams. First big Big Ten home game. I don't know. Just maybe one minor nitpick of a worry if you're looking to rush and back the Bucks here. Uh, but that is the way I lean. Another rivalry game next up here, headed out to the mountains, Colorado hosting Colorado State. Another game where we saw a ton of money coming early on the overnights and this morning even more so. Opened at plus six Colorado, or sorry, plus six Colorado State. Uh, and it was hammered. The people loving the Rams. Jim's second game, or I'm sorry, third game with Isaiah Stevens back in the lineup, who is, I mean, undisputably their most important player, right? I think even Nico Medved said that he's their point guard, their engine. Um, but coming off a loss at home to Northern Colorado. Hmm. Yeah, not great. Didn't like that. Northern Colorado hasn't been very good. I mean, I know there's very local rivalry there. Uh, Greeley and Fort Collins are not very far from each other. So perhaps that 
throw out the records kind of thing in a rivalry. Knocked over my microphone. Whoops. Uh, but Josiah Strong hasn't played either. Maybe they get him back and are actually full strength and have both members of their half court or their backcourt tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, I, that's just too high, Matt. This Colorado team's so erratic. I can't expect them to come out and play a great game. Maybe they cover by 15 or 20 um, it, because every so often they just play an outrageous game like that, like they did in, in Myrtle Beach. But I'm happily taking the points here. I got a better number than where it's at right now, but I still think it's an okay bet. I, I think this game is pretty close to a pick with Stevens getting closer and closer to full strength guy. Yeah, slim pickings today on the slate, but I'm going to make this my best bet for Colorado State at plus four at Bet Rivers. Um, Isaiah Stevens, third game back. He was terrific in his first two games uh, back in the lineup. I think he'll be even better today. Obviously a pretty big rivalry. There's no altitude worries here at Colorado State. Uh, not that far away from Colorado. I think they're going to be ready to take off today with Stevens fully back in the fold. And Matt, I'm not really that impressed with Colorado. You know, they did get that win in Tennessee. I think it was more so a lucky day, we'll, we'll say. Northern Colorado game, a little concerning, but Northern Colorado can score so well. They're bound to beat somebody in that fashion. I mean, it happens. They they scored 88 points. It's bad defense by Colorado State, but Northern Colorado's offense can get that hot. So I like Colorado State here at plus four. I uh, love Colorado State, only like it at the current number. So, yeah, I'd like to be getting five or better, but that's not going to be available probably the rest of the day. So if you missed it, sorry. Um, Why don't maybe you just you're, uh... pay minus 140 to buy it there, man? Ooh, I could do a key number. <laughs> you see what your book will offer. I guess I'll probably do the math on that. If it's like 130 or cheaper, it's actually probably worth it, but that's not going to be out there. So don't even go down the rabbit hole, folks. Just sit back, put your feet up, and watch Colorado have one of those Tennessee-type games and laugh at Kai and Matt while they lose there their Colorado State bets. Uh, <laughs> it could happen. Certainly could. Uh, last game here on the very, very short rundown. Back to Big Ten country we go. Uh, to Minnesota. Hosting Michigan. Kai, it's a short spread for a Big Ten team that I think is bad. Bad, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's too short. We need to see how it's Michigan too short, responds. right? Let's not overthink this. Right. We need, we need to see how they respond without Llewellyn. But I sneaky think Llewellyn being out is not that bad of a thing for Michigan. He wasn't very good when he was in the lineup. I think Doug McDaniel could be better by the end of the year or even or even now. And Minnesota, they haven't been great this season. They've been pretty bad. Now, having said that, they have not had Jamison battle at home yet. He's he's played the last couple of games. They've been away from the barn. Is the barn as rocking as it used to be? Probably not. Hunter Dickinson's going to crush them inside. There's no matchup for him. Trayton Thompson's not going to guard him. Dawson Garcia is not going to guard him. So We'll see. I respect Big Ten home court too much to take it, but I lean towards Michigan at this line. Yeah, I lean pretty hard towards Michigan. Uh, was close-ish to being my best bet. I didn't want to make my best bet a Big Ten road team, but Minnesota's bad. They've gotten down by 20 immediately in every game, they've, or the last three games they've played with battle. The UNLV one, the Virginia Tech miracle cover, uh, as folks know that I wrote up for Action Network and somehow won. Um, and then the, uh, the game against Purdue, where they were down 20 the entire way, and Purdue was just totally playing with its food as they scored every time down the floor. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm liking Michigan as well. I know Doug McDaniel has been bad by like objective measures. I don't know why I'm air quoting that he's been bad. Like his stats are poor, but I like the eye test with him. I think he looks like he has some, some spunk, some game to him. And maybe he's a little more comfortable without having to split minutes with Lowe. And he knows it's his job. Uh, yep. And the talent around him is pretty solid. Hunter Dickinson gets up for bigger games. I think that's a, a Greg Waddell shout out that, when it's a conference game or something that matters more, he should be uh, very up for it. And Michigan's had a little bit of problems at Minnesota in the past, so they should be 
pretty locked yeah. in against the bad team. So Matt, I like I like Michigan here. Minus four, I believe it's at at Bet Rivers. I would Yeah, I would four, I think. That. Yeah, and they've you're right, they've missed big opportunities to get key win. Like had they beaten Virginia, had they beaten um who's the Kentucky, other team they, they played? played Kentucky, then I'd be like less inclined to take them here. Maybe that's a stupid anecdote, but I just like that they're I think they will be super locked into, you know, win this and win this convincingly given their trials and tribulations in close games uh not so long ago. So hey, that concludes our section one and only meaty section of games. Let's go to chat mile where I presume we will address the remaining four games left. Yeah. Three? There's four others. There haven't really four? been that many yeah, questions four. about them. I think people aren't just, they're just not that worried about the tiny slate. <laughs> I know they're, they're craving uh, the futures discussion, Matthew. Let's do it. And of course our best bet. So I, I think we can go straight to, let's do it. Yeah, where do you guys want to start I, I, for the futures? I have them. Uh, I have the con, you know conference odds, wooden player of the year, national title. What 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 control, what, what control, floats your boat? Be, be be the man. Be the, um, be the guy. I know, but I'm lost all control. Guide us, steer for us. Let's just pick out a few of our best um, conference odds, and I think it's okay. probably good. Do you want to start with like the Big Ten since we're talking about Big Ten today, and we actually have some results from the Big Ten in the in the back pocket. I think there's some value in this market. Start us um, off. Lead it off. Yeah. Big 10 yeah. was the one I circled. So go for it. Okay. I had Maryland as a, as one for the big 10. I just started one and one and they lost, but um, I still think at 10 to one, they're a pretty good wager. They, they only get Purdue at home or they get Purdue at home and only one time. I believe that's pretty huge. They get Nebraska, I believe twice. Uh, that was a big one. Ohio state at 26 to one currently. Um, at uh at Bad Rivers, and I would see if you bet that now, that will probably drop if they went tonight. Not precipitously, but that would probably come down a little bit. So that the two I had in the Big Ten, um, I didn't love the odds on Purdue, Indiana, Illinois, honestly, and uh, in Iowa, you know, be, you know, if the Murray thing ends up being serious, there's no reason to be an investor in an Iowa future. I'll I'll push I'll push Illinois largely because of schedule five to one, um, right? They're yeah. they're zero and one. That's not great, plus but they get minute, plus three seventy five. Yeah. Uh, they get Minnesota twice, Nebraska twice, Northwestern twice, um, Indiana. They have to play twice, but like their schedule is as lax as you can get in this league. I think they only get Purdue once. Yep, finale on the road. That's not ideal, but getting the bottom three teams uh, twice each, and maybe Penn State twice as well. Like who's good, but also probably arguably bottom four. That's as soft a schedule as you get in the Big Ten. I still, I still like Illinois Kai as good as they've looked so far this year. Yeah, uh, I don't have too many opinions in this league. I, I mean, I think it's not a bad idea to take a team more in the middle. Value-wise, Wisconsin at 35-1 to 1 is crazy. Yeah. They've won the league before recently. Yep, uh, They're already 1-0. Right they yeah. beat Maryland. So I, I think that's not a bad flyer if you're looking for one. I think Purdue is really good. I think them, Indiana, or Illinois are winning the league. But if you're looking for a team outside of there with a little bit of value, a little bit of lunch money on it, Wisconsin's probably my pick in the Big Ten. I like that. Uh, how about the only one I had written down Mountain West? Yeah. New Mexico yeah. Tw- 20 I to think, one. I think this is anything you want to do. I think San Diego state's vulnerable enough that any of these other teams that have looked good, yeah, right? At, New Mexico, UNLV, Colorado state with Stevens back. Nevada has been awesome so far this year. Like this is a pick your poison or, or pick your drink of choice. Uh, I, I cross think off Wyoming and cross off San Diego state. And I think pick your poison from the rest Right. Up until a certain point, like Fresno, eh, no, but like, yeah, the other ones are all pretty good bets. Uh, yeah, Boise, I'm kind of out on too, maybe. I don't think I'd take Boise. Yeah. There's uh, enough teams that have looked good there that it's, it's yeah. worth a stab. Hi, your favorite or favorite 
from the conference odds. Do you have any there? Do you are you more of a player national no, I, title I, guy? I wrote down New Mexico and UNLV twenty to one. Interesting. New Mexico's great. Yeah, that's Colorado why I think the best in the conference in twenty to one. Duquesne twenty to one in the A ten. A ten. That league think, looks. Bonnies are worth a look there too. 35 Bonnie's to thirty-five one. to one. Yeah, that league looks pretty wide open right now. Nobody's good. I think SLU wins the league, but you know, again, if you want to take a flyer, Mizzou yeah, fifty I'm, to one I'm, in the I'm, SEC. I'm just kidding, but it's 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 worth. I a think thought. Mississippi State fifty to one in the SEC is worth a look. <laughs> They've been dominant this year. Like, yes, yes, really, really have. good against the better schedule. Yeah. The defense travels. Chris Jans is a fantastic coach. Fifty to one. I'll, I'll stretch it. I'll stretch it one more. How about Ole Miss seventy-five to one? No. no. I think the important thing to remember here, guys, when you're looking at these futures, the top three teams are probably going to win. So don't take too many flyers because look at the Big East. UConn is probably going to win it. Creighton, probably going to win it. It's probably not going to be Xavier. It's probably not going to be Villanova. Even though Xavier seems like good value at 7-1, to I I don't know. you got to kind of balance that out. Don't expect to win if you're taking all these flyers, basically is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Uh, okay, other futures. Let's talk. You just hit the three. I, I liked A10 Mountain West SEC, where I thought the three, three conference. Yeah, let's go to, real quick. Let's call title real quick. I didn't look at any Final Four odds, to be honest with you guys. So, title, it's basically it's largely the same handicap. Um, UConn, just a lock. Yep. 18 to one. Still like right? it. I, I took it better odds, but I still like it. Yeah. This I, seems I, like a Zach Eady thing where they're just slow to adjust the number, right? Like, Zach, Eady was at 15, 20 to one for one wooden award. Uh, and then Jim tweeted about us and he ruined it for everyone. But but like it was legitimately said, there for too I long. I told you to take it. I know. First. I know. He did. He did. Hey, I got it. I think most people watching got it too. It's if they the were on the, the ball, by the way, Edie. Yeah, as it should be. So. Oh, it's uh, not. I, I'm just on Indiana's odds. Let me switch. I kind of like uh, UConn 5-1 to one to make Final Four over 18-1 to one to win a title. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, getting into... The actual games down in Houston with Hurley, I'd rather have the five to one too. I, I think they're going to be a one seed. I, I just yeah. am so impressed with them so far. I think they're the best team yeah. in the Big East. And so then you have a one seed five to one to win their region is essentially what it's going to be. So hey, that would be. What do you got? Sorry, Kyle? guess what Zach Eady is right now at Bet Rivers to win Player of the Year. It's like Plus three to one, right? He's even. He's Plus even. Even even money. Oh, God. Okay. I mean. Yeah. He's going to win some on that. If he stays healthy and Purdue yeah, finishes decently, he's going to dare win. you say that? He's going to yeah, be a top, injuries worry. Top five guy, and he's going to average twenty three and fourteen. It's ridiculous. Yep. yep. Oscar averaged, uh, I think, seven less points a game last year. 
won it. Uh, I think rebounds, they're actually tied right now. So I think Edie can legitimately have 13 boards a game the whole year. Even the Big Ten, I know he'll play against better bigs, but I think he'll get he has, plenty of boards. Man. He has nine straight Kempom MVPs. I don't even think like five has been done before. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of breaking everything right now. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's. So I'm looking at the final four odds here in Arizona. Yeah, Kai, you mentioned some of the prices in Indiana. So yeah, there will be some discrepancy in pricing for every book by state. I know Will Hill and Caesars do that too. Um, so if you have multiple personas well, you can't, you can't in different bet states, on in-state teams. That's right. So they it's, the they also had I think have differing opinions out outside of that too, which is weird. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that was a thing. Um, big picture, Bama. I'm sorry, fifteen to one. I'm still there. That's a final four odd, by the way. I think the title odds final closer four. to. Uh, to uh what 40 yeah uh, i got i've seen plus 1250 at bet rivers but maybe it's by state okay. um i think alabama is a very good like high upside high upside that's play. what i'm trying to target yep um i i think also just to get not to be wet blanket guy again you need to target teams that are gonna be a one or a two seed you don't want a team that's gonna end up a four or five or a six yeah i know i looked at a Taking a flyer and getting a team to the final four doesn't happen very much. Look at an Oregon right now. Oregon's like, Matt, stop it. Don't do the Oregon always makes a deep run. You're right. It's I know it's it's not gonna be a high seed. Increase your uh, your percentage odds. Yeah. Jim, title odds, final four odds. (sighs) Kai's gonna yell at me because this is against what he just said, but UAB is awesome. They're fifty to one. I know it's it's silly. Uh, shot quality has them number one. That's final four. Fifty to one to go final four. Yeah. Fifty to one to go final four. And that's like you don't a you can have more than one team win a final four bet versus championship which i like and b 50 to one you make the sweet 16 that's money like even if they're a 12 seed you can make money off it when they're in the sweet 16 so that that certainly popped out to me maybe virginia tech is better in the acc than we think they've already got the home win over unc they're 35 to one to make the final four i could see them getting a three seed maybe a two seed if they do really well in the league yeah 35 to one final four. I'm in, I'm interested in that at least. Yeah, man, even New Mexico popping up here again, 75 to one to make the final four. I know it's probably a reach, but still, I think they're a legit at large team. Yeah. Are they not? Of, of the Too higher far? up teams, I I think UConn five to one is a really good bet for final four. Illinois seven to one also, I think is a pretty solid. They've been fantastic on neutral floors so far this year. Uh, Virginia, I think is five to one as well. I like the, I like the final four odds because it's just more fun to have more chances to win. Like I could yeah, theoretically win three different final four. Yes, bets exactly. Just one if you're going to play like 10 different bets here. Yeah. Final four is where you want to go. Kai, your favorite from the national picture. Any others? UConn. They're, they're not, they're not priced as the second or first best team. So that means they have, Oh, they just moved to 12 to one in Illinois, I guess. So they literally they're now, just moved like mid show. They're, they're now three to one final four. Yeah. Hmm. So <laughs> I mean, I still think uh, they're the best team. So we should, we, still, we, they're still, yeah, we, we, we should have maybe, <laughs> made fun of UConn or something and then been like, okay, bet UConn now, now, go, yeah. go. Yeah. Like, Zach yeah, like, like has really no special. chance to win player of the year. <laughs> Zach Zach down the no board. Chance. I just got a uh, text that uh, Zach Eady and two boots walking through West Lafayette. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> it um, might be because it snowed and they're snow boots. Play, yeah, players yeah. should just wear like fake injury boots. That's just a thing. That'd be a, <laughs> a great, sling. a great hoax. Uh, yeah, a sling too. That's all I have from national. Any wooden, yeah, we talked about wooden national title conference. Um, that's all uh, I got. Anything else, Jens? We had a couple. Uh, St. Thomas, Montana State got asked about that will not be in best bets. I was surprised this kind of took off, Matt. A six up to eight. I think St. Thomas is pretty solid, but maybe they just get dominated at altitude here. What do you think? I had it higher because I hate St. Thomas, apparently. But yeah, I thought the, the line was too short at the opener. But St. Thomas is good. 
Okay. Um, and then what? What's the one other game we haven't covered? That Jacksonville, Utah, the team yeah. that uh, just I guess railroaded St. Thomas last time. Yeah, uh, I, Utah yeah. at altitude. Jacksonville State with this weird one-off travel. It would be Utah or nothing, but the markets bet them up, so it's nothing for me. Yep. All right. Yeah, so, uh, how about how about best bets? Best bets, Mister McKeon, lead us off. Uh, said it already, but Colorado State plus four is where I'm going to submit my best bet token for today. Go Rams. Token received. Jimbo, I'm sorry. Jimbo, I retract offer. It's actually me, according to the outline. I'm taking the minimum of UMass and a fierce rivalry in Amherst and Lowell there. UMass Lowell might be, I don't know, a top 10 team. Uh, I guess we've learned so far that the top five currently are UConn one, Florida Atlantic two, UMass Lowell might be third tonight if they blow That's out right. UMass Amherst. We'll find that out. I'll adjust my ranking accordingly. Until that time, though, I am convinced this line's way too short. Despite all the quotes about Frank Martin hating his team, I think it's all kind of smoke and mirrors. I just think it's a good team. I know it's a volatile team, but it's a good team. So I'm taking the short spread there. Fernandes doesn't doesn't bother you. Yeah, one. Uh, they're deep enough. It does a little bit. No, I did it because I think he's really good, but not enough to not play it. A couple points on this real quick, just because I want to yeah. talk about it. Uh, the line's ridiculous, and it's, it's annoying. So low. <laughs> it's annoying that the market is fully on board with. I mean, it was two for a long time. It's like two. I think the market's being a little bit too smart right now. Uh, UMass Lowell's an awesome team. They play really well together, but this rivalry, quote unquote, UMass is ten and zero with a plus ten cover margin. So UMass you take Lowell's they take had, it that's, seriously. That's what, UMass yeah, had no, bad right. teams too. Yeah, it's yeah, with Derek uh, Kellogg and, and Matt McCall in charge. Right. Sorry, Field of Sixty Eight member Matt McCall. Yeah. But, I wanted to bet Lowell. I thought I was going to get like plus five. I never did. So go UMass. Yeah, this is a bet numbers, not teams here where I, right. like, as you said, I wanted to give Lowell the chance. This is their big, you know, their best chance at winning this rivalry and numbers just not there. So yeah, UMass Lowell has been awesome, but they haven't played anybody. So I think we have to put a Correct. strength of schedule. Oh, they compete with Rutgers. Let's give them credit there. Played Rutgers better than Indiana, actually. So pardon all- Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. He left during that game. Uh, valid point from Pat Taylor. Frank Martin always hates his team, so we yes. should. It's a motivation. Yeah, really. it's kind of like Huggins. You read Huggins' quotes, it's like, okay, you're still trying to be fine, right? Even though you hate your team. Yep. Jimbo, yep. close us off here. Duquesne, minus two. I'm taking the Dukes. Uh, they're getting Joe Reese back. A little bit more depth in the front court here. And their guards are outstanding. Dede Grant has, like, outside shot at A-10 player of the year. Maybe Erie Collins is going to lock that up by averaging 15 assists per game. But Grant has been scoring like crazy. Jimmy Clark's really solid. Tevin Brewer's back in and healthy. Yeah. I know Marshall's been fantastic. One of the best ATS teams in the country so far this year. Their freshman big man, I think it's just Handlog 10. I don't know if that's exactly how it's pronounced. I can't say it, obviously. Yeah. He's been remarkable. But Duquesne at home here, uh, I will take the Dukes. Only land two. This felt pretty short to me. I agree. It's going to be my best bet as well, Jim. Um, but I am worried about the zone that Marshall might throw at them. Can the Dukes solve the zone? I think they're better to attack a man team. But hey, we'll all find out. That wraps up a very, very condensed show for us today. We are back Satter'sbin at uh, 10.15 a.m. Central. That's 11.15 a.m. Eastern for those of you who live out there. And that's uh, 8.15 on the West Coast. Wherever you reside, please. wearing all kinds of Mizzou gear. On we will. We'll, Spenny hats will and rundown. I might put a little black and gold on for the boys just out of solitude. Oh, so I'm cool. worried. I think you guys are going to kind of melt in a pretty high profile spot we'll see though we'll talk about it all on saturday come back and join us at that time folks until then take care and good luck it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust 
The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com